For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome back uh, to Sports Believe and Sports Biz. Every week we do our best to talk about all the uh, sports biz here in Southern California and certainly uh, some major stories uh, last week and this week. And uh, our guest, Art Source, former kicker for the Rams in USC, and he runs, of course, Galaxy Sports. And Art, welcome to the show again. Thanks, Fred. Appreciate it. All right, so let me ask you the question, and we're taping this Monday at about 5 o'clock Pacific time. Uh, Earlier today, Monday, uh, Governor Gavin Newsom signed an interesting bill. The bill indicates that uh, that, uh, college, university players, athletes, student athletes uh, can make extra dough through their name, through the likeness and whatever. Of course, the NCAA, that's a major no-no. Art, when you were playing 40 years ago, long time ago, but... uh, were there players uh, who didn't come from families who had a lot of money? Were there players uh, who were struggling uh, each month, uh, basically just for the necessities? Oh, m- most definitely, Fred. I mean, we were pretty lucky at the University of Southern California. We had a great alumni base. Um, you know, they really took care of scholarship athletes. But the walk-ons and the guys that, you know, didn't quite have the, uh, the stipends that we got, it was real tough on him. It really was. And, you know, I, I have mixed emotions about this whole this whole deal. Um, I can see the positive aspects of it. I mean, you have multi-billion dollar contracts being signed in college. Um, you know, I actually think the players should get a decent amount of money, whether it's 500 a game or something of that nature, just so they don't run around with no money and get in trouble. But I guess this thing's going to be in litigation – until 2023, from what I've read, Fred. Well, you know, I blame the NCAA. When the kids read and where the families read that college football coaches make $9 million and can make a lot of money on the side and players uh, get room and board and whatever, and if you come from a not-rich family, as you just indicated, that's a major problem. I blame the NCAA, and and. You know, I'm sort of on California's side, except that it's going to ruin everything. The NCAA, unless uh, <laughs> they agree to this, which they can't, because then the, what about the schools all across America? The California institutions of higher learning will have a major advantage if it was only in California that you could get paid. So, Especially unless, in recruiting, right, Fred? Uh, that's what I'm saying. They, they would have a major, major advantage. Well, if you were a kid and you could make an extra blank, blank, blank in California that you couldn't make in Pennsylvania... The bottom line is, of course, you're going to play at USC, UCLA, Stanford, or Cal, or San Jose State, or whatever the case might be. So how do you think it's going to be resolved? And I blame the NCAA for not giving these kids more going in. I think this is really going to be a uh, a precedent-setting case. I think you're going to see it in litigation until, you know, 2023. Um, I, I see big problems with the NCAA. It may actually be the camel that breaks the back of the NCAA. You may see 
you know, the major college conferences decide that they want to go off on their own. I mean, they have the, they have the capabilities now, Fred, with the money involved. The NCAA, not everybody looks at Mark Emmert and the NCAA in positive in a positive view. So, I mean, this, there's a lot of ways this baby can come, but uh, I, I sure say hang on. It's going to be awfully interesting. He's Art Source. I'm Fred Wallen, and this is Sports Biz on Believe. And, of course, you can email us at uh, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. So we s- we'll see how this is resolved. Again, we have until 2023, but uh, do we really? Because I think there are kids over the next couple of years who may end up at USC or UCLA on the hunch that, well, maybe the schools in California will be able to give the kids extra dough for their likeness and whatever. You know, in doing the research, Fred, today, um, there are five other states that are thinking about doing the exact same thing. Washington, Oregon, I saw New York in there. Um, Maybe you can refresh my memory with the, the fourth or the fifth one. But, I mean, this is something that I think now that, you know, once they they break into Pandora's box, (laughs) I mean, you know, I I really wonder, you know, how big a situation this could be. And then what does it mean to be an amateur athletics nowadays with the Olympics? You know, these guys get to have sponsorship contracts. And, you know, but we go back to that same situation we were just talking about. The star quarterback, now he may get a car from some dealership, but what about the guy that's, you know, a, a second-string backup tight end? Is he going to get any sponsorships? Well, probably not. I mean, his name isn't as big as the quarterback, and I think that's part of the problem. Under the NCAA rules, of course, uh, every uh, athlete has to get the exact same amount from the number one All-American quarterback uh, to the uh, last player yeah. on the women or men's soccer team. And, and 85 uh, scholarships, yeah. yeah and even yeah. like – it goes into the other sports too, the, you know the non-revenue making sports, which need football and, and basketball to to keep them you know on the field and and on the courts. So I mean, boy, it's a, it's going to be one heck of a one heck of a dilemma. I'm telling you, I, I don't. I'm sure the attorneys are looking forward to it. They're going to make a few bucks here, no question. All right, let me put you on the spot again. Growing up, you were a UCLA fan. You played at USC. Uh, let's say after this weekend where both UCLA and USC lose their games, uh, let's say USC goes 7-5 and five and the Bruins again go 3-9 and nine as they did last year under Chip Kelly. Who's the first to go, Clay Helton or Chip Kelly? Well, does Clay Helton lose uh, not this Saturday but next Saturday at Notre Dame if he does and he also gets beat by UCLA again? You can go ahead and uh, – and, and, uh, you know, that's he's done. I think UCLA <laughs> has a lot more money invested in Chip Kelly right now, and I think the buyout's pretty high. So I mean, I I'm wondering, you know, and I know UCLA's had had some some you know trouble raising money. I think he's actually in a safer position than, than Todd Helton, and Todd Helton's a great guy, Fred. You know, he just doesn't have the, you know, the USC alumni base. You know they want they want a superstar coach, but you know do they want to pay ten million dollars for for uh, you know a coach like Ohio State's ex coach or Urban Urban Meyer right Yeah yeah I mean you know I'm hearing pros and cons on that and 
I say, you know, at least let these guys have a chance to finish the season. The kids are playing hard for both of them. I mean, UCLA came within a field goal of winning at Arizona. Uh, USC played a tough game. They didn't give up. Washington's a little better ball club, let's be honest. And, uh, you know, it's going to come down to that Notre Dame and UCLA game for Clay Helton. And I think if Chip Kelly can rally the troops, and, I, you know, I, I'm not sure what the situation is with the injury to the quarterback at UCLA. Robinson, but if he yeah. Can come, yeah, if he can come back, I still think they have plenty of potential to be at least competitive in that schedule. Wait, let me three and nine, you. though? <laughs> well, let, 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 me ask you, let me ask you a question. So you go three, let's say you're a junior on UCLA. You go three and nine last year. You're one and four now. What's your attitude? Can you have a positive attitude? Um, you know, that's where coaches really come in. I mean, the bottom line is this, you know, that transportation portal, much like what we're talking about in terms of giving these guys an, the essential possible free agency to make money. These are all things that are, that are really adding to the coaches' frustrations. I mean, look at USC. I mean, they had a quarterback that, that fought for the job, Jack Sears, and he goes to the transportation portal. Then they have three guys get hurt. <laughs> you know, and, and who's backing up? And who's backing up the backup quarterback at UCLA? And I couldn't even tell you who the walk-on was that was the backup quarterback at Husky Stadium this Saturday. And I follow sports at USC pretty closely. So, you know, there's... There's a lot of things going on. Well, just like the regular world, Fred. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's switch from the college to the uh, pro side of football. The uh, Chargers win. Uh, Eckler plays well. Melvin Gordon is back. He's on the sidelines. What happens this week? Do uh, Is he going to be – is it possible that Melvin Gordon can carry the ball five, ten times, or it's going to take a couple of weeks before he can do so? And how's Eckler going to feel because he scored two touchdowns, 157 yards on the ground and uh, on receptions? How's Eckler going to feel, and how's the team going to feel? Eckler probably could could use a week off. <laughs> but, yeah, I think Mel Gordon will be fine. He'll get his five, ten touches. They'll ease him back into the lineup. You also have, you know, Jackson from Northwestern. Yes. Who I think the hell talented back. I mean, those three guys, this is the NFL, and, and you know, the NFL has become like a, a, you know, a game of attrition. You know, I think they need to expand the rosters a little bit if they're even thinking about playing 17 games or enhancing the schedule. I mean, you know, and, and everybody downplays the running back nowadays. Let me tell you something. The running back is still a key position in the game of football, and, you know, I, I question – I question why the Chargers wouldn't want to use all three of those guys. They all have talent, and they're all good in their own way. Yeah, except if you use all three, I'm dead in fantasy. But anyways, uh, all right, let's switch over to across town uh, to, to the Rams. Now, I'm sorry. Uh, Gurley's got to carry the ball more than five times. I know we caught some passes, but he's got to carry the ball more than five times. And the announcers said on, on the game on, on Sunday that uh, – well, it's because they were behind. Well, when they were behind, when it's zero zero or behind seven nothing, you still can keep it on the ground. Gurley's capable of carrying the ball twenty times. Please explain to me, as a former player for the Rams and USC, what are they talking about? What are they thinking? I have no idea. I mean, you know, unless he really does have a bad case of arthritis in his knee, you know, and, and they're maybe they're just kind of you know bringing him along, soft shoeing it. 
Every time he touched the ball, he had a great run from the goal, from the five and scored a touchdown. He looked great on that play. Um, I love him circling out of the backfield, sending their receivers deep, dump it to Gurley with the corners and the safeties turning and running in a man-to-man. I mean, they're just not – I don't understand that part of it. You know, they seem to be really keying in on Woods and Cup. And, you know, my question is this, Fred. And I'm going to ask you straight up: Is this is this Jared Goff worth a hundred million dollars guaranteed? Well, see, that was my point when I saw him at Cal. I thought he was a good quarterback. I thought he could be a backup or, you know, an average NFL quarterback. I had mm-hmm. no idea he'd be making 134 million, like you said, a hundred million of that guaranteed. Um, he, uh, again, he's fumbled in how many straight games? He threw uh, three interceptions on Sunday, and I'm sorry. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay is probably better than rated. Winston had a fine game, but uh, stats mean nothing throwing for more than 500 yards if you throw three interceptions. Well, you know, and all those stats are skewed. If you look at the greatest passing games, you know, from Waterfield down through Ferragamo, every quarterback that had a great passing day, he was either three touchdowns behind, forced to throw on every down. I mean, it, it's always not a good sign to see a guy put the ball in the air. 68 times. <laughs> All right, so the Rams come back on a short week. Uh, Seattle comes back after losing last week, uh, 27-10 over Arizona on Sunday. The Rams against uh, the Seahawks in Seattle. You got Russell Wilson on one side. You got Goff on the other. I'm sorry. I mean, I like Wilson. I do, too. I think Wilson's probably one of the top three quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, I love his ability to escape. I love his leadership qualities. Um, and if, you know, and I'll be honest with you, if the Rams, if Peters is as hurt as it looked like when he got hit on the interception return yes. for the touchdown, yeah, and they have to play, they have to play one of their backup corners uh, who's like 5'11 against Metcalf, the number one pick out of, uh, out of Ole Miss. I think, you know, you, you obviously, plus playing in Seattle, if that isn't a home field advantage, then I have no idea where a home field advantage is. <laughs> and Pete yeah. Carroll might be one happy guy after the Thursday night yeah. affair. What do they call uh, it, the 12th man up there? <laughs> hey, folks, you can. this is Believe on Sports Biz. He's Art Source at Galaxy Sports. You can read Galaxy Sports every single morning. Art stays up all night long to give you the best in sports and different opinions in the world of sports. I'm Fred. You could email us at uh, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And finally, Art, let's talk to baseball. Again, we're taping this uh, now 520 on a uh, uh, on Monday, uh, the 30th of September. Brad Osmus got fired by the Angels today. I don't know if Brad Osmus is a good manager or a bad manager. Angels owe him for two more years. I don't think it's fair to fire him. I don't remember a team ever. I mean, a lot of teams have had, if you just add the total injuries, that's one thing. But on this year's Angels Club, A, you had a death. B, every pitcher in the rotation was hurt. Otani couldn't uh, throw all year. All we could do is uh, hit, and he got injured. Trout got injured at the end. Uh, Everybody on this team, Lostrello, who was playing well early in this season, broke uh, his New Year's ankle or something. The bottom line is I don't think it was fair, and it probably will be Joe Madden if he doesn't go to Philadelphia, but do you fire Brad Osmus? Well, Personally, if I got a chance to get Joe Madden and team him with Mike Trout and dip into Artie Moreno's uh, 
<laughs> checkbook, if I'm Billy Upler, I would do it, okay? Because, I mean, the guy is a lifelong angel. I mean, he signed as a backup catcher in 1975, matriculated his way through the farm system, finally came up with Socia. Socia loved him as, as his bench coach. The guy went off to Tampa Bay and Chicago and basically produced miracles. I mean, what the, the Cubs won 108 years without a World Series, and Tampa Bay had never even sniffed the playoffs. They went to the World Series, got beat, but, you know, I, I mean, that was a heck of a heck of a series. I, I got to tell you, I don't think it's as much Brad Osmus not being a good manager as the Angels want to go all in on Joe Madden. That's my personal theory. And what happens if he ends up in Philadelphia or elsewhere? Well, do the Angels want to pay him $5 million a year? I know, I know uh, John Middleton does because Kapler's on the hot seat. Um, there's a couple other good jobs out there as well. I mean, you know, it may, it may behoove him to sit back and, and, and see where the best offers start coming in from. And I just I know one thing. The players love playing for Joe Madden, and I have not heard a lot of other managers mentioned in that vein and, you know, I, I also heard that Buck Showalter's in the, in the mix for the Philly job. So now this it, it's going to gonna be interesting to see how this merry-go-round works. Art, there are very few Jewish managers. Osmus is gone. You're telling me Kapler may be gone. Melvin's staying, but uh, <laughs> it's a very small number. All right, finally. Well, i got to tell you, Kapler, Kapler would be in my organization in the analytics department. I see him more as an Epstein kind of guy than as an actual game manager. I watched a lot of Phillies games back here in Pennsylvania, and, I mean, I, I noticed him. We really made some odd moves. And I understand the game has changed since I grew up listening, you know, Sparky Anderson and Tommy Lasorda. I understand all that. I understand the shifts. But, I mean, you still have to have the basics of the game. And, you know, if there's a left-hander in the bullpen and you got a left-handed hitter coming up, you know, the odds are much better that that lefty can get this guy out. And a lot of times, Kapler went against the book. And, you know, I don't know what religion he is. That never enters my mind. <laughs> but I'm sure it enters Major League Baseball's mind. Everybody's got to have their quota, right? Everything's got to be, you know, tightly buttoned up. <laughs> Folks, I'm sorry I brought that up. Uh, you can email yeah. us at uh, sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred. Happy New Year <laughs> to Gabe Kapler and Brad Osmus and Bob Melvin. Uh, finally, in 30 seconds, it's been 31 years since the Dodgers and uh, did their thing in the World Series as Gibson goes deep um, in the big game. Uh, of course, they didn't win the World Series, but the bottom line is, in 30 seconds, Art Source of Galaxy Sports, do the Dodgers get it done, or does the relief corps make that impossible? I think they got a they got a shooter's chance. All right, I mean, I, I I still think they're the best team in the National League. That doesn't always prove to be the guy that goes to the World Series, but uh, my God, seven consecutive National League Western Division crowns, two World Series appearances, they came within a game. Uh, I, I think they've got a great chance to do it. I just don't know who's going to close game six and game seven. Hopefully, you know, Kenley Jensen can do it. But, boy, the jury's still out on that, aren't they, Fred? No, he's guilty. I, I, and, again, uh, he's got a bad heart. I wouldn't 
if I'm him, I wouldn't even have played. He's putting his life on the line. I don't care the medicine, this or that. He ought to live a long life and and stop this nonsense. Base. He's already made enough money in baseball, and he's simply not the same. And you I'm sure the hearts stop for that him. Michigan? I'm sorry. You want him to stop that Michigan on Rosh Hashanah? <laughs> yeah, the Michigan should stop, and and he should just. Uh, bottom line is live a uh, live to his 90 years of age or 100 years of age. And uh, I, every time I watch him, I just you know it's like you know certainly after. We lose Tyler Skaggs, and we almost lose Mark Langston. You think about things like this with guys with bad hearts. Arch, you got a strong heart every morning. You do Galaxy Sports. Thank you for appearing today on Believe in Sports Biz, and we'll do it again. I love it, Fred. Hey, thanks, everybody. And just remember, it's all business. That's for sure. It is all business. That's Art. I'm Fred. Email us at uh, sportsfred at AOL.com. Dom, thank you for putting the show together. And we'll see you next time right here on Believe and Sports Business. Bye, everybody. Have a good good. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.